This is the Arab Street Radio and Podcast. I'm Ray Hanania. I do two podcasts, this one on the Middle East and another on mainstream American politics. Thank you for listening to this podcast where we talk about issues in the Middle East, Palestine, Israel, and American policies. You can get more information on all of my podcasts by visiting www.hanania.com. It's Friday, August 14, 2020. I'm Ray Hanania, special U.S. correspondent for the Arab News newspaper, and you're listening to Radio Ballady, the Arab Street Radio and Podcast, broadcast from Greater Detroit, Michigan, through 690 AM WNZK Radio. In the future, I'd like to be introduced by my Game of Thrones title, if you don't mind, uh, just moving forward. Ray Hanania, the first of his name the mayor slayer, the breaker of political egos, the father of wags, that's a term for journalists, the one true believer of Steppenwolf and Jimi Hendrix, the spirit of Jerusalem, and the scribe of the four high schools, Bowen, Bogan, Little Flower, and Revis. If you've read my book, you know I was kind of bounced out of two of the high schools. Bogan kicked me out because I was too dark. Uh, during the uh, racial tension that was in Chicago, like, that's changed. You know, racial tension is in Chicago. It's a permanent thing. It's not uh, something that we talk about in the past tense, I guess. The Arab Street Radio and Podcast is a part of the U.S. Arab Radio Network, hosted by Leila al in an effort to energize and empower Arab Americans to stand up for their rights. For more information, go to my website at Hanania.com. And afterwards, go to the podcast on iTunes. This this radio show will be podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or by visiting my podcast website at thearabstreet.org. Remember, all these links are at Hanania.com, so you don't have to worry about anything. Even radio, uh, Layla's links to U.S. Arab Radio. she got a great website with a lot of news and stuff. We're broadcasting live on radio in Michigan and WNZK AM 690 this morning. 8 a.m. in Greater Detroit, Ohio, and Canada. 7 a.m. in Chicago. 3 p.m. in Israeli-occupied Jerusalem. And 4 p.m. in Israeli-occupied United Arab Emirates. Wow. You know, Israel kind of expanded their influence this week, huh? We're going to be talking about all that stuff. Our radio show call-in number is 248-557-3300. Yeah, we had a fascinating and typical two weeks. First, on August 4, we had the devastating explosion in Beirut that destroyed an entire area of Beirut, the seaport. I mean, everybody's seen it, right? The, the, the worst videos were on the Chinese-owned TikTok social media system. I don't know if you have TikTok. TikTok is a combination of uh, girls and G-strings dancing for 40 seconds. And then uh, great, but I, apparently chefs post their food there. People like to cook and post their food. Yeah, it's like Playboy magazine. I buy it for the stories, not the pictures. Um, so you can go to TikTok because I'm on a calorie counting diet. And I love to see pictures. I lust for pictures of steaks and food being cooked on TikTok, um, which is a Chinese conspiracy to undermine the uh, American uh, people. Uh, Suddenly it rose up in the last, what, six months? It is the number one social media platform. Um, But what was fascinating about TikTok, especially in the Arab world where it really is used, they have more uh, uh, interest in Chinese... uh, uh, spying social media than in the United States. So the Arab world has been using TikTok for a little bit longer than the Arab, uh, the United States. Um, all those videos of the explosion of Beirut, uh, those are just unbelievable. 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate stored for five years or maybe six years in a warehouse in the seaport. Ammonium nitrate, uh, just a hundred just a ton of ammonium nitrate can take down a building it's uh, unbelievable and then uh so that explosion the seaport the bet was destroyed the business district 
and, and a much larger area of residential homes. In politics, yeah, it was interesting and fascinating, typical two weeks. We saw Ilhan Omar and Rashida Talib win their respective Democratic primaries. Congratulations, uh, Rashida, the woman who refuses to allow me to follow her. I've been blocked on her social media. Not on TikTok, so if she dances around in a G-string, I guess maybe I'll be able to see her. Um, but she's blocking every place else. But congratulations to Rashida Talib. Two more years of wearing a Palestinian dress on the floor of the Congress. Yay! I'm happy, right? We're going to have that. We'll be able to see a Palestinian, look Palestinian, scream Palestinian, get emotional Palestinian, and, uh, I don't know, maybe dance around to Aladelona. Uh, on the floor of the Congress with the 435 members. We won't be able to get anything done, though. Uh, but we don't need that, right? We're Arab. We're Palestinian. It's We don't need anything. We don't need to change the world. All we got to do is have the opportunity to be angry and emotional and yell and scream. That should be enough, right, for Palestinians? Yeah, let's get emotional. Let's be angry. Uh, why try to change anything? You know, we'll still be able to visit Israeli-occupied United Arab Emirates once they recognize Israel, probably next week. Um, yeah, great job of, you know, standing up to defend Palestinian rights, Palestinian activists. Wow, I'm really happy. So, congratulations to uh, Rashida Talib, the uh, champion of Arab and Palestinian emotion. And Ilhan Omar, congratulations to her in Minnesota. I don't know what she really does. She's part of the squad. They're part of the squad. Actually, the one person I genuinely would congratulate would be Betty McCollum uh, in Minnesota. Betty McCollum, the congresswoman, she is very effective. Okay, There is at least one member of Congress, not an Arab, though. No, not an Arab. Betty McCollum, an American, who uh, gets things done. Um, and she gets some recognition in the Arab community. Not a lot, but she does get some. And she deserves a lot more because she understands politics the way I understand it. You know, it's perception is reality. Truth takes a back seat to what you can convince the public to see. So, yes, people, we're lucky to have 10 voices in the 435-member seat of anti-Arab rejection in the Congress. And we should be happy, right? Hey, Rashida Tlaib got elected. Good for her. I'm so happy. Because it, it really is nice seeing a Palestinian embroidered dress on the floor of Congress behind the microphone. Even though nothing gets done and nothing gets passed and no legislation does anything. Uh, but hey, you know, we should be happy. What are we complaining about? I don't know. And, uh, yeah, and then the other thing, by the way, uh, Joe Biden, right? former vice president. Uh, he's running against Donald Trump. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the Zionist team. Yes, the Zionist team. Joe Biden declared, he's a Zionist. I'm a Zionist. Those are his words. He said it. And Kamala Harris, she said it. She doesn't need to actually say, I'm a Zionist. She just introduced and supported every Zionist program uh, in the, you know, uh, the country. She's an advocate of Israel. She's anti-BDS. Yeah, man, let's support them, right? Yeah, we got the Arab community supporting. We're going to dump Donald Trump because, you know, he's the Muslim hater. So, you know, what a choice, right? We got to vote for a Zionist team or the Muslim hater. I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to go with uh, uh, supporting the Zionist team. Um, the Arab leadership in this country. They're not going to call them the Zionist team. They're going to play that down a little bit, I think. Um, what they're going to do is emphasize that Donald Trump is the Muslim hater because he banned immigration from six Muslim countries. Um, but, you know, nobody passed mathematics in school because six Muslim countries are only, uh, what, 11% of the 50 Muslim countries that we have in the world that are not banned 44 Muslim countries. Uh, if you're Muslim, you can come to the United States anytime. You can enter this country with no problems. Um, but it's a Muslim ban, you know, because they hate Trump so much. And he hasn't been very good um, because he's mad at us. He, You know, we didn't support him. 
So he's going to jump all over Israel, and I guess he's a Zionist too. So what a choice. We get the Zionist team to vote for or the Zionist, okay? And I guess that's what makes the Arabs happy. We don't have to change anything, but we do need to hear at least one person yell and scream and stand up and stamp their feet in anger so we don't feel alone. Wow, that's the Palestinian destiny. Victory! Yes, victory is ours in the revolution. Yeah, Palestine is going to be free in our minds, of course, and not reality. It's being absorbed beginning under the Democrats, continuing under Republicans, and maybe this November under two of the most ardent American Zionists to hold public office, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with that. It's called Breadcrumbs. I think my next book is going to be called Breadcrumbs. And Breadcrumbs symbolizes the Arab world and the Arab community. We see breadcrumbs. We give breadcrumbs to the community, and we tell them, this is bread. Technically, it is bread, but it's a breadcrumb. You can't spread butter on a breadcrumb. It's a little tiny piece of crumb. And uh, we're told, hey, here's principle. Here's future. Um, here's everything. We're standing up for you with these breadcrumbs. We never get the loaf of bread. We never get the, uh, you know, the full loaf. We only get the breadcrumbs as we sit around the taboon and uh, yell and scream and get emotional. Our number is 248-557-3300. We already got some people who want to call in and talk. And, you know, whatever you want, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, any topic that you want to talk about. The Beirut thing, I have a suspicion. You know, I know it's turned into like a protest and everything in uh, Lebanon. That country's been just racked by violence. Nothing has really changed. Arab on Arab violence. You know how they talk about black on black crime in Chicago? Yeah, in Lebanon, it's Arab on Arab violence. Okay, because we blow each other up over there. They killed uh, Rafiq Hariri, I think, was it 2005? Um, I saw that crater in front of the, I think it was the St. George Hotel, I think, in Beirut. It was as big as a giant pulp. I mean, it's bigger than a giant public swimming pool, the crater. So it's uh, uh, interesting, really uh, fascinating. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here at uh, the Arab Street Radio, Radio Ballady on WNZK AM 690. And when we come back, we're going to take some phone calls at 248-557-3300. Um, talk about the great victory of the Arab people. Yay! We're winning, right? Uh, only in our own minds. I'm Ray Anania. We're going to be right back right after these messages. And welcome back to the Arab Street Radio. I'm Ray Hanania, and, uh, you know, just telling it like it is, right? You know, let's be honest. Let's stop pretending, you know, that we're winning anything. Let's stop pretending that everything is good and... Uh, you know, let's just be honest. Or maybe it's better to pretend. We'll sing Ella Del Ona songs, you know, and uh, dance to Debka and, you know, get emotional and scream and have a half and eat food, stuff grape leaves, and, you know, uh, we'll have all kinds of uh, uh, Middle Eastern food and pretend that we're winning, okay? Because, you know, we have a Palestinian dress in Congress. I don't know if Jerry's still on the line. Let's welcome Jerry. How about 248 Five five seven thirty three hundred. Hey Jerry, how are you? Good morning, Ray Hanania. You know what, Ray? Ray Hanania, the father. Do it. The father. You, you congratulate Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. Yes, I did. Who did not respect your invitation no. to come to your your talk show? I will. I wouldn't do it, Ray. You have a good heart. Yes. You have a. Yes, typical right. Arab, though, it, Jerry, it's typical Arab. You know, they get mad. This is Arab. The four-letter word is a four-letter word, Arab. And and the one thing about Arab is we get angry and emotional. Uh, we don't think right. We don't think strategic. We just like to yell and scream and eat food and dance, right? Isn't that the truth? Come on. Let's be honest. Do we get anything done? We get nothing done. We hate no. each other more than we hate everybody else. We, 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 we talk more than action. Yes. All we, uh, we, the Arab people, I'm one of them. Yep. All, right, all we do 
screaming and yelling and getting emotion, but we do not take action. And that's the problem with us for the past century, uh, right? That we are not a good negotiator. We are not a good diplomat. Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Jerry. First of all, let me ask you about the three topics. Beirut. What did you think of Beirut? There, do you think it's politics? Do you think it, I think it's the Russians that are responsible because this uh, stash of three thousand tons of ammonium nitrate was going to go to some African country, I think Mo- Mozambique, where the Russians were engaged in a revolution, you know, military revolution uh, six years ago. Um, but, you know, now they've used it for politics. They're going to try to get rid of the government. What do you make of that explosion? What did you think of it? Okay. All right. You want me to be very honest with yes. you yes. and just talk directly? Yeah. Right, my friend, unfortunately, I'm telling you the truth, and this is the truth, and I'm responsible to the words I said to you over your radio talk show. And by the way, salute to Mr. Layla Hussaini, the founder of this uh, station. They are a voice the mother of, of dragons. The mother of dragons. I'm using from now on everything yeah. to be Game of Thrones. It, it it's absolute. fictional. Go ahead. Uh, my friend, Lebanon is the only uh, Christian regime in the Middle East among uh, what is the population of the uh, Arab in the Middle East? Yeah, 100 Over million, 200 million. million. 500 million, I don't yeah, even yeah. know. Because just Egypt is about 90 million uh, population. Ray, my friend, uh, after the uh, French gave Lebanon the independent, and you remember they set the constitution for Lebanon, the new Lebanon, the head of the state will be Christian, yep. the prime minister will be Sunni, yep. the, 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 the Congress or the Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And all this been repeated generation after generation. We see people from the same families. Look at Mr. Nabih Barry. He been over 35, 40 years in this position. Right, my friend. Where's the democracy? And then there's never been democracy in Lebanon, as you know. There's never been democracy. Yeah, I know. Compared to the other Arab world, (laughs) we consider Lebanon. But not anymore, right? Hezbollah, he is the government. Yes, Hezbollah. He is the army. They make decisions. Hezbollah makes decisions. You are absolutely right, Jerry. Right. What do you think? Al-Imad, the, 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 the general, Michel Aoun, who is current, the president of... Do you think he came to the power no. uh, without any uh, uh, interference from Hezbollah? No, he had Hezbollah. a partner with Hezbollah to get into government. Yeah, he brought Michel Aoun to become a president when Lebanon was without a president for almost two years. Yeah. Right, my friend, you ask me what's going on in Lebanon? Yeah. I believe, and I don't want my brother Muslim to get upset on me. They try to empty Lebanon for what left from Christian. They want Lebanon to be free. They, right, the place where is uh, uh, Beirut uh, 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 port, most of the area, residential area, they are Christian, and they are middle class people, or under middle class. Right, all this tragedy, it was aimed against the Christian in Lebanon, okay. and I'm responsible about what I say, right? Yeah, no, I get it. Listen, Jerry, Don't I, I, yeah, I appreciate right. it. I, there are a lot of people that agree with you. I think, uh, you know, if you're a Christian Arab, you know, you feel, or a Christian from the Middle East, because not every. I, I lived two years yeah. in Lebanon, Hadith Beirut, Ba'abdaray. Yeah. And Lebanon, I considered my second country after Iraq. And Lebanon opened their arm and their heart, not just for Iraqi, for the, all the Arab who they uh, skip their countries from prosecution and political reason. Lebanon, right, was 
was the safe haven, not for Iraqi, for all the Arab people. But unfortunately, right, the Arab people, they turned their back on Lebanon, and Lebanon been killed. We, we, we destroy everything. I think it's 500 million Arabs. We destroy everything. Because they, they didn't like Rafiq Kariri, so the Syrians and Hezbollah put a bomb under his car and blew him up. And right, the chairman of Hezbollah, he denied yeah. that there was any weapon in the area. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. I mean, that's really, that is unbelievable. But you're right, I mean, ammonia nitrate, they say, oh, well, we use it for fertilizer. Six years, six years right. Yeah. You, and right, the, the, the problem is right, yeah. that Hezbollah, he was in control of the Beirut uh, port. You tell me Hezbollah, he doesn't know nothing yes. about it. There's, there's absolutely, Hezbollah. in my mind, this is tied to Hezbollah. This is tied to Syria. This is tied to Russia. This is tied to Iran. 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 And, and the people that hate, you know, moderate Muslims and Christians. It's tied to all of that. So, but what are we going to do? Brother Muslim in Lebanon, I have a lot of friends in the greater Detroit that are Muslim. Yes. Look at Miss Maryam Shihab, the beautiful journalist in Saddam Watan in, in Dearborn. Yes. I consider her, she's my sister. Yes. She considers me her brother. I love Lebanese Muslim people, yes. but the politicians, right, they are using religion as a weapon, yes, as a curtain to hide behind it. it and I give Hezbollah all the responsibility and uh, should be some United Nations investigation to see who was behind this criminal act. You're never going to find I, out, though. Jer Listen, Jerry, we're never going to find out the truth. We still don't know who killed Hariri. It's been how many years? 15 years, but right? Till now, uh, uh, we don't know, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, right? Rafiq Al Hariri remind me about Jimmy Hoffa. Yes. Till today, yes. nobody know how Jimmy Hoffa yes. end up. And Rafiq Al Hariri will become like a question without answer, unsolved mystery, what? right? Unsolved mystery. Listen, Jerry, I gotta right? tell you, yeah. that is the best analogy I have heard in a century. Rafiq Hariri is the Jimmy Hoffa of the Middle East. Thank that, you, Ray. Thank you. That's thank you. brilliant. I'm going to steal that. I want to steal uh, that. So, if that's okay. Uh, can I switch the gear? Real quick, no. okay, because we're going to take another break. you got two minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, right about the new VP for Democratic Presidential. I know Joe Biden, he picked up... Uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah. The media, the fake media, yeah. say to the African people, she's African. She's not. She's from mother. She's from India. And her father is from Jamaica. Right. Yes, she is a black skin, but she's not African-American, right? No, no, I know. I want you to put this in your radio. She's not African-American. Yeah. Yeah, she's no, Asian from mother. She's Jamaican from her father. When the fake media come from the first African American woman to become a vice president for the Democratic presidential, no, it is a big lie. They try to confuse our brother, the African American people. The Kamala Harris, she's not African American. She's just a lady minority yeah. with. Skin. Yeah. What yep. do you think? I agree. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. The Arabs are going to vote like crazy for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and it won't matter what the issues are because they hate Donald Trump so much, which I get. I understand. He hasn't made it easy to love the guy. He's done some really stupid things. Um, but they're going from one bad situation to another. That's the Arab way. That's the Arab way. We go from one bad situation but to I another. Our emotion say, leads us. I want to congratulate the government of United Arab Emirates oh, yeah. to stop diplomatic <laughs> relation with the state of Israel. Mm -hmm. Right. Jesus Christ always say, bless the people who they seek peace because they be, be called the sons of God.
not. Yeah, and we're gonna, I'm going to talk about that because there's an aspect of it that you can't trust the Israelis. Listen, Jerry, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it, buddy. You have a good day. All right, thanks for taking my call. God bless you, and God bless America. All right, Ray Hanania here at WNZK AM 690 Radio. Our number is 248-557-3300, 248-557-3300. we got people listening uh, online and live on radio on AM 690 in Detroit on WNZK. I'm Ray Hanania. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the United Arab Emirates, the Israeli-occupied United Arab Emirates, and uh, see what that is all about. I'm Ray Anania. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Yeah, and if you go back to my uh, website at hanania.com, which is also called the dailyhookah.com, because, you know, we can't, a lot of Arabs can't spell Hanania. We can say it. It has that emotion, Hanania. I remember when I was a kid, they used to say Hanania. You know, that's what the Israelis say. They have Hanania Street. We used to have a street in Jerusalem, my family, Hanania Street. Uh, The Israelis called it Hanania Street, and they turned it into a (laughs) cul-de-sac. They eliminated the street, so uh, it's no longer there. But, you know, I should steal the street sign, though. It's in Arabic, Hebrew, and English, Hanania Street. Uh, in occupied Jerusalem, uh, but maybe they'll put up a Hanania Street in uh, Israeli occupied United Arab Emirates, right? Yeah, the United Arab Emirates. We're going to talk about that in a second. But uh, if you go to uh, the dailyhuka.com, Hanania.com, you can read a story that I wrote uh, for the Arab News newspaper. Uh, just, uh, it's amazing how many Americans continue to support Daesh, the ISIS. The terrorists, Al Qaeda, they still, they've arrested four people over the last, just four of them have pled guilty or were convicted. So I did a story about who these people are. These are Americans. What is it about these guys, you know, that they tie themselves up with uh, Arab terrorism in the Middle East with these extremist terrorists? We're not allowed to call them extremists. You know, we've got to call them terrorists um, because uh, people get upset if we suggest that they're Arab terrorists, um, that these people are going. So, But you can read the story if you want to go to my website at Hanania.com. And uh, there's also a link to an uh, interview I did with a buddy of mine, Mark Sims. Mark Sims uh, interviewed me, and uh, during that podcast, I talk about, you know, the issues of uh, President Trump. You know, and racism and race and Black Lives Matter and, uh, you know, how how race is used as a political weapon. Um, Just like anti-Arabism is used as a political weapon. The only difference is the African-Americans understand how to uh, come together and fight racism against them. The Arabs don't. We don't understand how to fight uh, racism against Arab Americans or people in the Arab world. So, so this week the biz, big news uh, besides the fact that you know I don't know uh, what was it uh, thirty thousand Lebanese were made homeless after a hundred and thirty or a hundred and fifty Lebanese were killed and three thousand were injured uh, in that August fourth blast. 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate that was supposed to go to an African nation uh, uh, shipped there by a Russian uh, shipping magnate who uh, was just left it in Lebanon. It's been sitting in the port there. His bullet controlled Beirut, the seaport, and uh, it exploded. That's amazing. It, it's amazing to me. The explosion was unbelievable. But but the other big news is the United Arab Emirates has uh, reached out to Israel, you know, right? And they said, hey, uh, we want to make peace. And what the uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, the Washington ambassador in, of the UAE in Washington, D.C., wrote an op-ed in Yedioth Ahranat, the Israeli uh, newspaper. I think it's one of the largest newspapers in Israel. Um, He said, let's normalize relations if you will not annex 
the West Bank. That's what he wrote, okay? So uh, Israel and the UAE, when President Trump was all over this, you know, like it was a big achievement for him, he said Thursday that uh, they've uh, agreed to full normalization of relations, which means that, you know, Israeli soldiers now will be able to visit the United Arab Emirates in Dubai. They'll be walking around uh, by the Burj Khalifa and the plaza there, you know, uh, taking pictures and... uh, uh, organizing, uh, you know, the Shin Bet might be over there, you know, spying and organizing stuff. Um, so Israelis would be able to travel to the United Arab Emirates and buy stuff, you know, buy Chinese-made junk, tourist stuff that's sold over there. Because uh, I've been there, and i got to tell you, a lot of the tourist junk is made by China. And I wonder if they have... Uh, I wonder if the Chinese in that uh, souvenir junk that they produce in China... That they sell all over the world in Belize and the Cayman Islands, all over the Gulf. You know, you go on vacation, Mexican, uh, Caribbean there. Um, it's all Chinese made. It's not made locally. Do they put listening devices in there? Are they spying on us? I don't know. So the UAE reaches this landmark decision with uh, Israel. They're going to recognize each other. And the UAE said, hey, part of their demand is typical of the Arabs their demand uh, was that Israel not annex the West Bank so um, to stop Israel from doing something they said they were going to do the UAE said hey we'll recognize you and give you full access to our country um, if you promise not to annex the West Bank and you know the Israelis they're not stupid they're very smart I mean some of them in their government might be war criminals like the late Ariel Sharon and uh, uh, Menachem Begin, the terrorist, or Yitzhak Shamir, the terrorist, or, uh, you know, the rest of them, uh, Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu. Um, They're not stupid. They're very smart. And they said, in exchange for getting recognized by the United Arab Emirates, we'll suspend annexation. We will temporarily suspend annexation. So this is this is what happens, right? Israel has taken over all of the Arab world slowly because they have a long-term agenda, long-term plan. The Arabs, we don't have a long-term plan because emotion doesn't allow for long-term thought. Emotion only allows for short-term stupid decisions. But the Israelis, very smart, they plan long-term. And with this agreement, uh, Israel will suspend, that's the key word, annexation of the occupied West Bank territory. They're going to suspend it. They're not going to stop it, by the way. Okay, They're going to suspend it. They're not going to stop killing Palestinians. They're going to suspend the annexation. Um, they're not going to uh, stop uh, destroying Palestinian homes. They're not going to stop uh, killing uh, mostly Muslim Palestinians, by the way. But, you know, uh, they care about you if you're a Muslim in Minneapolis or Michigan. But they don't care about you if you're a Muslim in Palestine, do they? I don't know. It doesn't look like they care about them because they're getting killed like crazy in Palestine. They're going to suspend annexation. And what that means is that once the uh, United Arab Emirates and Israel establish their relationship, um, they will then begin annexation. But what does annexation mean anyway? 248-557-3300, what's your opinion? I'd like to hear what you have to say because uh, I know everybody's upset about it, right? We're not going to do nothing, are we? We're going to do the typical Arab thing. We're going to get angry. We're going to scream. The Palestinians are already screaming. This is a this is crazy. What's the difference between what they're screaming today and what they were screaming before the UAE deal? And all the activists, they're screaming too. What's the difference between the screaming from last week and the screaming this week? It's, the difference is a new topic to scream about. You know, what's the difference in emotion? There is no difference in emotion. 
Let's just sit around and eat mensef and get upset. Let's smoke the hookah, right? Let's dance the debka. Let's sing Aladelona songs because you know what? That's what our Arab life is all about in this country. Um, it's not about substance. And uh, all right, Jerry wants to call back. Yes, we'll give Jerry a minute, uh, but you got to be quick, Jerry. I only we're only Arabs are Arabs are only allowed one hour in the United States for a radio show. The former president of Egypt, Mohammed Anwar Sadat, signed peace treaty with Israel about four decades ago. The PLO chairman Yasser Arafat signed a treaty with Israel. Jordan, King Hussein, a century ago, the family of the Al-Hashimiyah, they signed a treaty with Israel, even it was secret at the beginning. Right, what is the big deal? United Arab Emirates signed peace treaty. Yeah, I, no, I agree. There's no the difference. Arab a victory. There's no difference. It's it's uh, there's but see, it's what they promised. What did listen? If you and I are fighting, okay, you and I are fighting, and I say to you, Jerry Haba, I'm going to recognize you, and I'm going to give you what you want, and you say to me, Ray, I know you're mad because I'm going to steal your car. Um, here's what I'll promise you, Ray. I won't steal your car this week. I'll suspend my plans to steal your car. If you recognize me and uh, give uh, and, and embrace me and recognize me, I promise I won't steal Thank your you. car. Thank you again, Ray, for <laughs> taking my call. I appreciate it, Ray. Uh, you're a good man, Jerry. Believe me, we appreciate I'm, it, too. God bless Lebanon. God bless Beirut. God bless our Middle East, and God bless Ray and Leila Husseini yes. radio talk show. All right. Thank you so much, Jerry. Let's take another uh, call you, from Mike Shep. All right. Let's take another call from the mother of dragons, the first of her name, Leila El Husseini. <laughs> this is Game of Thrones, you know, because are you emotional, Leila? Are you angry and emotional? I just want to know because that's what Arabs are. We're angry and emotional. No, no, I'm not screaming. I'm not emotional. I'm not really yelling. And I'm just Are trying you going to go to the Israeli occupied United Arab Emirates. You, you planning on visiting there? <laughs> I, I have one good question to you, Ray, and I want. Yes, I, I don't know about this because what, what all my research is just absolutely right. I mean, one, my only question to you, and I would, I, I wouldn't listen exactly what, how we're gonna really respond. So what is the true benefit of the Arab or ever uh, Arab government to normalization with Israel? They're gonna, is, they're gonna abandon uh, the Palestinians because no benefit on the on the ground for the Palestinians. No, it's sure. money. It's all about money, Leila. It's all about money. It's all about money. This is all about finances and money and power. This is all about power. The United Arab Emirates and Israel are going to move forward. You know, they're going to—they're probably going to create their own social media together. I wonder what it's going to be called. They got to come up with a good name for it. They're—they're going to—they—they want to be like the Amazon.com. They want to be Amazon. You know, which is what two thousand dollars a share. Also, that Arab countries will follow up. Yes, all of them. Believe me, the Arabs have already followed up. We just don't know it. The United Arab Emirates just came out from the bushes, right? They just stepped out right. from the bushes. Don't absolutely. you think, Layla? But you know, I absolutely, I, I have no doubt in this, right? But, but definitely, I, I follow the social media. Everyone is asking, away from emotional stuff, right. away being angry. Why do they do it? for Palestinians and for their rights and returns and all of this. And let us focus on the Arab countries. What are they going to benefit out of this? Well, you know, one of the things, one of the problems in the Arab world, here's, here's part of the answer because I think this is important. The rest of the Arab world is upset that the focus is on Palestine. I mean, look what they're doing in Syria. They destroyed Syria. Look what they did in Iraq. They destroyed Iraq. Look what they, they've done in Beirut. It's the beginning of destruction again. 
was every 30, 40 years they destroyed Beirut. Um, you know, I think that we are our worst enemies as Arabs. We don't stand together on principle. We've fallen apart. And this is, they're changing the, the dynamics of what we talk about. Palestine is the past. The city of Jerusalem, believe me, the Israelis, you think annexation is a big deal? They already annexed. They, they control the West Bank. What's the difference if they put a title on it, right? Right, right. Yeah, I It's a big, big question right now. I follow all the social media and people that want to know and one of the going to be true benefits starting from the United Arab Emirates right now, what is she getting out of this deal? Outside what she announced that uh, suspense. <laughs> right it's money and the U.S. the U.S. will fund it and and here's an important point too. Donald Trump embraced it, okay, but so will Joe Biden, and so will Kamala Harris. So we get rid of Trump because he's anti-Muslim, and we're going to replace him with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, they won't say anti-Muslim stuff, but they're anti-Muslim. Believe me, because in their eyes, all Arabs are Muslims, and they don't like us, and we're not going to get what we want unless we do what they want. And that means if we will recognize Israel, they'll be nice to us. That's the condition. And, you know... Well, I, think, I, I really thank you so much for raising such a great topic and the center of topic. We, we speak usually about it and honestly and fairly and open all this uh, subjects. And I, I, you quite few of journalists, they really speak out. Thank you so much for standing uh, for all the Arabs and uh, Muslims. Well, she really doesn't I, think I'm standing for all the Arabs. I congratulated her, but I doubt she's <laughs> going to come on my radio show. <laughs> I should have just said, yeah, Rashida, yalla, I love you. You know, I should have joined the rest of the Arabs and jumped around and danced to Debka and sang Aladalona and ate Mensef with my hands and grape leaves with my other hand. And just say, yes, Rashida, we love you. You don't have to do anything, but we love you anyway. Right now, for for maybe she doesn't and other candidates who yeah. really come from time. At, oh, uh, she uh, won. So what is she going to do, by the way? About, what, about how she feels about this agreement between the United Arab Emirates and Israel. I mean, she's going to stand. So I wanted to hear her opinion about yeah, this. I do too, but she doesn't want to tell us because she yeah. can't do anything. She's going to stamp her feet. She's going to yell and scream, and we're going to love her, you know, because she's Palestinian. We have to love her. Doesn't matter, but believe me, she's not going to do anything. She's going to yell and scream, and I guess that's all we should expect. Action more than yelling. No, there's no action. The action. What kind of Arab are you? What kind of Arab are you to demand action, Layla? There's no action in the Arab world, in the Arab <laughs> countries. Get your passport and go visit Israeli-occupied United Arab Emirates, okay? And be quiet. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm allowed to, to, to visit uh, Jerusalem and by this agreement. This is a, maybe the one benefit for me that I can go and visit. Yeah, I know that as an American, I can go visit, but uh, yes. they say oh, it's open right now for all the Arabs and Muslims to visit Jerusalem. We'll see. Thank you so much for right. the time. Thank you. We're going to take Bye-bye. one more. We're going to take a phone call. One more phone call before we take our break. All right, Mike. Let's go to Abu Ferry on two four eight five five seven thirty three hundred. How are you? And thank you for calling and holding. Thank you so much. I just I want to say how old are you? Me, I'm sixty seven. That's, oh, why, I, that's oh, why I'm crazy. You look like about 45. I wish but that I were true. Our Habib, I don't know his name. Yeah. I think Clemens Boys is too old also, but I think he's not a politician and even me. Yeah. But I, you know what I call, why I call you? Yes, sir. Uh, since we are children by the intermediate school. Yes, we are. Uh, it's kindergarten. We're in kindergarten. I, I think... Have if he if he's graduated since 1948 when the Iraqi army put the flag 
in Palestine. You remember this or not? Or you don't live out by the school. Yes. In two days, they have an order or agreement to draw their army. But you know why I call you? Because I told you, I say, I like when you say, we never stand together. No, we don't. We are. I will tell you. Uh, I will tell you what. I will say it in English and Arabic. Go ahead. This is Al-Qadzabi saying, the late Al-Qadzabi said this. In every conference, Arab conference, he said, اتفق العرب لا يتفقوا. Yeah. Why are we always talking about this? Palestine and Palestine. Since 1948, yes. this song never finished and maybe a hundred years. And here is about Lebanon. Now we go to Lebanon. Yeah. Nobody know who, who made this the uh, earthquake. I don't say it's an earthquake. Right. Nobody say. Since 2007, who killed Al-Harami? Till now, I think that I, I hear that last week there was the court for the for the people that they have been accused by the international court. Yep. Something like this. I there was a court. Yes. But nobody, you know, who did the earthquake in the Great Lebanon, the bride of Middle East, you the second piece also. You don't you expect know, them to find an answer to the Beirut thing, do you? Because this is, they can't figure out who no, killed Hariri. Uh, Ray, you don't know, me, I don't know, and uh, even this, or Habi, I don't know his name. Nobody, you know, don't blame anybody. There is investigation, and I would like, you know, yeah. to be by the investigation by the CIA of, of French, because, you know, after four hours of the earthquake in Beirut, in, in Marfa Beirut, the Prime Minister, I give him all my respect, and I said, praise, praise, merci for the President uh, Macron. When he come and visit, why? While the government, all the government, no one of them come and look to his uh, assassination, to the killing, to the injured. Nobody from them come. It must be, yeah. you know, from the first hour, they have to step down all the government of Lebanon. Lebanon. Yeah. There's people, they will find this. Because I told you, 15 years or... No, 13 years for that. Al Hariri came, nobody, you know, maybe yes, maybe no. Yeah, they don't to know. No, please, Ray, make you, don't take me. Yeah, yes, we don't know. We don't know who did it, but, you know, listen, know. I'll tell you, it's exactly. terrible. And we're never going to know. Listen, thank you for the call. Thank you so much for the call. No problem, Ray. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy and safe. Thank you very much. Ray Hanania here at WNZK. AM 690 radio in greater Detroit. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll take some more calls at 248-557-3300, where we can all get angry and express our emotions and dance to Aladona tunes and uh, do the Debka together. Not solve anything, not, you know, free anybody. Uh, but just do what Israel wants. We'll just do what they tell us to do. I'm Ray Hanania. We'll be right back right after these messages. And welcome back to the Arab Street Radio, Radio Bellity uh, on U.S. Arab Radio, hosted and run every week, Monday through Friday, uh, at 8 a.m. to 9 on WNZK AM 690 by Layla Al Husseini, the mother of dragons, because I'm going to describe people now in Game of Thrones terms because there's nothing on tv during this pandemic their coronavirus pandemic um so I, i'm watching game of thrones again eight seasons takes forever um, it's kind of like tiktok on tv a lot of naked women a lot of food a lot of eating of food and a lot of uh, suspense so uh, i don't know how long tiktok is going to last but uh, that's what's going to happen so we've been talking about uh, the big news this week um, nobody expects anything to happen in Beirut, right? Now, is there anybody that expects something to happen? There'll be some street protests. They may get rid of the government. 
They'll just get a new government, and they'll just be blowing people up every other day like they always do in Lebanon. Uh, between Syria, Hezbollah, Iran, Russia, and uh, you know all that trouble. It's going on forever. I don't expect any change. I feel bad for Lebanon. It's such. I've been there. It's a beautiful country. I went to the crater and the memorial statue that they built for Rafiq Hariri in front of that, I think it's St. George Hotel. Um, I And I couldn't believe how big that explosion was when they killed Hariri. I think it was on February 14th of uh, 2005. They called it the February Revolution. And nothing's happened in 15 years. They still don't know who really did it. They're never going to come to terms with who murdered Hariri. Um, he was bringing change, and the Syrians didn't like it. And uh, the Syrian government, I don't mean the Syrian people, because we're all victims. The real victims in all this are the people. The Syrian people, the Lebanese people, the Palestinian people, you know, the Arab people, you name it. We're the victims. We have no control over everything. Um, and, uh, you know... Uh, don't expect anything to happen. But there will be a lot of protests, yelling and screaming, because we, that's one thing we do very well in the Arab community, besides uh, dancing the Debka and having heflas and getting all excited when we see an embroidered Palestinian dress in the halls of Congress. That's all we need, right? I'm happy. That should be it. I, what more? Why should I expect more? Breadcrumbs. That's what we should take. Breadcrumbs instead of loaves of bread. Hi. And then the United Arab Emirates. Uh, and I don't get the United Arab Emirates. Why would they do this? And Leila Hosseini asked a great question. Why would the United Arab Emirates do this? Uh, because it's money. It's about big business. You know, the Gulf is running out of oil. They're going to, you know, they're looking at a future, maybe 100 years, where they're not going to have a lot of income, and they need to do something else. And Israel is the big bank. They're like the big bank, political bank, monetary bank. You want to do something in the Middle East, you got to partner with Israel. This is uh, a disaster for the Palestinians. But, how, you know, I'm, what's new? How often have we said this is a disaster for the Palestinians? Is that new? A disaster for the Palestinians. We say that all the time because it is a disaster. They got the worst political leaders. You know, they got the worst of everything. Anyway, listen, I'm already out of time. I didn't even realize it. Thanks to Mike. I'm Ray Hanania. Go to my website at thedailyhookah.com or hanania.com. Have a great week, everybody. See you the second Friday of... September. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Arab Street Radio and Podcast. I'm Ray Hanania. We've had a discussion of all the issues facing Arabs in America and the Middle East, from Israel to Palestine, Syria, and more. Visit www.hanania.com to get more information on all of my podcasts and on my award-winning opinion columns.